welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. And we are doing the Fast and Furious franchise this week. We're doing Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm too fast for y'all, man. Thank you for that. Thank you. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. I can tell how I'm getting older that I watch these movies and I just... All I see is the disrespect of women, not how hot these women are. Damn, we got an ally in this group. <laughs> uh, speaking of groups, the Suki of the group, Keith Swetland. I feel like Yo, that's I've the got... most you've ever complimented him. I could have called him Verone if you want. So I'm a... Uh... Before just this second, I was appreciating that bit less and less and less and less as this stupid podcast went on. <laughs> but uh, Suki was really the artistic vision of those dumb fuck cars they drove in this car. <laughs> like, <Was it>? hey, <laughs> they put like dragon, they put dragons and like falcons and flaming hawks on the sides of Hondas. And that was that was cool in 2003. I mean, was it? <laughs> To, to them, yes. Wasn't the actress like 17 in this movie? Um, like I'm She didn't play know. 17, but I think the actress was 17 was, in this movie. She was born in 82. And this movie, so 20. She's born, she's older than us? Yo, she's yeah. like 40. What the <laughs> fuck? Imagine a wow. 40-year-old woman drawing a dragon on the side My of mind is blown that she is older than us. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It gets weirder during the timeline of the movies. Uh, like I said, we're doing Too Fast, Too Furious, uh, starring Paul Walker, Tyrese Gibson, Eva Mendez, Cole Hauser, and Ludacris. I feel like starring is like a really kind term you're giving to these people for what they did in this movie. Eh, well, they starred in it. So uh, this movie uh, is directed by John Singleton. Uh, you may know him from such movies as Four Brothers. I liked that movie. Uh, Boys in the Hood. He did Another. Boys in the Hood? How yep. is he? Okay. <laughs> uh, he did the uh, movie. Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, remember the time the Michael Jackson music video? He did that what? one. Uh, Poetic Justice and the 2000 Shaft. I don't remember the 2000 Shaft, but I mean, it was Samuel L., so it couldn't have been yeah. like too bad. All right. Um, I, I'm about to pretend I'm a movie guy because I'm literally on a podcast about movies, but like I have not seen one of those movies. You haven't seen Four <laughs> Brothers? No. You haven't seen Mark Wahlberg being brothers with one of the guys from Outcast? Is that a movie and, about and like Tyrese Gibson, right? Is, is that Tyrese a movie Gibson about, like, in that one? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, he Ty- is. I don't remember him being in that one. I just remembered what's his name from Outcast. Andre like, three thousand is like loyalty a theme in those movies? Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a Mark Wahlberg movie. Fucking course Dude, it is. To be honest, I'm looking at the Four Brothers cast right now, and there was a ton of actors. Like, yep, they're bigger now today than they were then. Isn't the barbershop guy who was in Too Fast, Too Furious also in Four Brothers? Um, I don't know. The guy I just always remember from Barbershop who's just really, really good looking? No. Like, he's really good looking. <laughs> so, as no. remember my theme last week, 
about um being about Facebook dads and their memes about being overly defensive about their daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh keep thinking about that as we talk about this movie. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> so this movie came out in 2003, uh June 6th to be exact. Um hour 47. So boys, what did you uh do you remember watching this for your first time? And what did you think of it this time? I remembered it being bad. I didn't remember it being this bad. Like the race, the one racing sequence in the movie is garbage. Uh, there's really no redeeming character besides maybe <laughs> Tyrese in the entire movie. Suki. I like. <laughs> there's there's nothing to sink your teeth in in this movie like it's just so on the surface hey fast and the furious did really well let's pump this thing out make some more money and call it good it's it's bad it's just bad it's bad can you tell me again the year this came out oh three oh three okay it's two years after 9-11 i was 14 or so this like, how are you 14 two, in goddamn can, 2003 asshole it could be, you could you could say it's two years after the first movie <laughs> no that's not how that's not how calendars work oh okay. no, either way it's like a middle teenager movie it's like we're, we're sophomores in high school yeah sophomores in high school so like, 16 we, like we might have even gotten a ride from our parents to go see this movie in the theaters. I'm pretty sure I saw this in theaters. I don't have any like I have pretty strong memories of seeing the first one. I remember vividly coming out of the theater like super excited and very happy when I saw the first one. I don't have a single memory of the second one. I know I know for a fact I saw it like right around when it came out. But there's nothing nothing else. There's nothing like it's just blank. I just remember I took it in and that's it. And that's honest, it, man. <laughs> I remember Ludacris's Too Fast, Too Furious and the music video to it more than I remember this movie. And we watched it recently. Like, Ludacris's soundtrack to this movie is more, like, memorable than this movie. <laughs> I saw this in theaters in the $1.50. Yeah. And Aww. I can tell you that I walked out of it going, well, that was not good <laughs> but is, seeing it so many times lately i don't hate it as say you guys it's not that i hate it it's just it just kind of exists i guess like it's there well, and this is one of those movies I'm hoping that over the extent of this episode as we talk about it, maybe it'll grow on me because right now my star rating is pretty low and I'm easily influenced. And um, yes, you I, are. Love, I love I love bad movies. It's not hard to convince me that bad movies are good. It's really easy to convince me of that. So I'm hoping that as we move on, maybe this movie will gain a star or two because, I mean, there are – it's not – there's a couple set pieces I liked in this. There's a couple, like, concepts they introduce. Like I remember in the Fast and Furious one, we kept on talking about the the how the race scenes. While they looked good, you could easily tell they were going about twenty miles an hour, like <laughs> when they were like doing adding the effects to it. 
And this one, they put a little, like the cars looked a little faster when they were going fast. So there's some, there's some stuff. There's some stuff. I'm hoping that I'll, I'll, I'll pull they, some, I'll pull some threads. They <laughs> also looked exactly like computer generated cars of 2003 for large moments <laughs> of the movie. Which they were. So. Oh yeah. When we get to the, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for the end of this episode when we've learned what other movies came out in 2003. Cause that'll be oh, pretty there, revealing, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to do some, that's going to tell a story. So, uh, hey, Rick, give us a little plot breakdown so we can get into it. Uh, so the plot of Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, I didn't grab the box this time, so I'm going to give you my rendition. So, boys and girls, please laugh. gather around for the plot of Too Fast, Too Furious. Paul Walker has ended up in Miami. If you want to know how he got there, please watch... The featurette that they made before Too Fast, Too Furious, it gives you an idea of how he drove across country, essentially. But Paul Walker is in Miami. He is shacked up with Ludacris as they are just getting by as street racers in Miami until Eva Mendez shows up at a race and Paul Walker gets drawn in to the life of being a cop again as the guy who ran the FBI is there and gets pulled into a customs situation with some ethnicity, man. Do we ever learn what that guy's ethnicity was? Who? The bad guy. He's just kind of like, I just think he was tanned because he was in... <laughs> wait, is this the, wait, is this the rich guy? Who are we talking Carter about? Yeah, the rich guy, Carter. Cole Hauser. Oh, Jesus. Um, the, lead, because, the, lead, the least intimidating drug lord I've ever seen. He was, <laughs> he, he was born in California. And he, with also you may, the you may shittiest from a, club ever. You may know him from that. He's in Days and Confused. Yeah, he was. So I'm going to go tan. But... Paul Walker has been brought in because they need will men, but Walker won't do it without Tyrese Gibson. And they get brought in to find out there's really nothing deeper. They're wheel men. They have to just kind of come up with a plan. There's a high, it's not a good movie. It's not deep. They drive fast. They drive furious. Too fast, too furious. Wow. Yes. Wow. Um, so let's get this out of the whole. Let's break down for it right here. So no Vin Diesel. Do we know? Do you guys know why? I might have looked it up, but that is not my role on this podcast. So I'll leave it up to you, sir. <laughs> Good. No. Um, so Wait a minute, I know. <laughs> okay. So I have it here. Vin Diesel's offered $25 million to return. He refused it after reading the screenplay and felt that, that its potential was inferior compared to the first one. Rather than that, he chose The Chronicles of Riddick. Um, Everything it, about what he did was spot on. Chronicles of Riddick, great movie. This movie, it, dog shit. It's the, it's the way, Riddick meeting. would be a good potential movie series for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're doing Pitch Black. <laughs> uh, but yeah it's because he did chronicles of riddick but also i believe he was at the time doing triple x one no there's some other movie it was triple x 
he was but, filming that too. So Riddick and Triple X were his reasonings why he didn't. But also, but then in 2015, uh, in an interview, he said that uh, um, he was less taken with the screenwriters of the, uh, <laughs> had in mind of the film. Um, as he put it, they didn't have the Francis Ford Coppola approach to it. Jesus Christ. Uh, they approached it <laughs> like they did the sequels in the 80s and 90s when they would drum up a new story unrelated for the most part and slap the name on it. Um, uh, he said, however, in a 2014 interview, he said that uh, he uh, saying I would have said, don't walk away from it just because it's scripted. The script sucked in Too Fast, Too Furious, but the obligation to the audience to fight no matter what to make the films as good as possible. I might have a, had a little bit more patience or belief in the long term of it. That's really easy to say about the overall franchise, though. Once the franchise was able to like succeed in the long run, but like if you read this script back then, you legitimately could have thought this movie would have killed the franchise just because of how bad it is. I just wish Vin Diesel would tell the truth and be like, "Yo, I wanted to do some other stuff and make some more money." Like. Like if no, you dude, just... he, w- he made less money. He would have made more money. Do I mean twenty five million? That was like a third of the budget. What the movie ended up <laughs> was being? Ben Diesel, which Paul Walker was like half Ben Diesel and half Paul Walker in this movie, and not good at any of it. <laughs> uh, well, you can say it kind of killed the franchise ish because you know how Tokyo Drift doesn't come out for another three years. And then the original cast one doesn't come back till 2010. So there's that seven year gap of the original cast for movies. Interesting. Yeah, the Fast and Furious is a weird one as far as the franchises go. It's like you really, really can split it in two. Like I mean, the... it, it was a soft reboot, is essentially what they did. Yeah. Because I yes, mean, for... eventually, like with what they do with the fourth movie on. Like, it's so not what the original two were anyways. And you guys brought it up before that we when I went live that this movie slightly, in a way, goes away from street racing into a heist format now. We get the yeah. one race in the beginning, and then there's nothing about racing the rest of the movie. Yeah, I would even argue that this movie is sort of like the a foundation a stupid foundation however but a foundation of like the new structure going forward for them like there's the there's the double cross and there's double cross to the double cross and they have to steal something and they have to like figure out how to work together as a team they have to come up with it yeah there's weird gadgets that don't really make sense in the real world (laughs) yeah but like the 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 like taser to the turn EMP off the gun, the, the EMP, car taser. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, this whole movie is a fresh start. You can put it as, but they do have one um, actor that is 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 in the first one. It's uh, Agent Bilkins. Yeah, he's back. So there's two people in this movie uh, that are from the first one. Uh, I watching this one, I had a laugh because James Remar, the agent Markham, the guy that's running the operation down in Florida, the, the guy Dexter. who always plays an asshole cop, Dexter's yes. dad. 
I kept laughing my ass off because I just watched um, Mortal Kombat Annihilation like oh, the day before. That? Yeah, he's Raiden. Yeah, I was about oh to say he's Raiden. God. Yeah, a shitty Raiden. <laughs> to be wow. fair, there's about everything about that movie is the shitty version. <laughs> uh, so the uh, beginning of the movie is the big race. Do you guys want to take a guess? Besides Suki, do you guys want to know what the names were of the other <laughs> drivers? Yeah, because uh, we might have gotten the guy from Barbershop's name when he was talking to his girlfriend, but I don't think so. I don't remember. It's not. You would remember it. You would. If, if you like put a gun to my head and like dropped me to my knees and told me you were going to kill me in fourteen seconds if I couldn't name a character other than Suki as a part of the squad, then yeah. I'd be like, I'd, I'd just be a dead pile of blood on the pavement. So, <laughs> he says that was a so, vicious visual. So Michael Elay, the guy from Barbershop. His name is Slapjack. <laughs> of course. Oh, they do say his name at some point. And then the other guy is Orange Julius. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Orange Julius. That cannot be that man's actual name. Hey, well, when According was the last time you guys had Orange Julius? Um, I don't think I've ever had Orange Julius. Oh, they're wonderful. I've never had one. I'm the only... Okay, that's a little weird. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that name is just the name of his car, and they chose not to give the actual person a name. I think he just really liked Orange Julius. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Well, he did have a red car with the flame on it, and all that has that. nothing yeah. to do with Orange Julius. But you know, well, the burning for Orange Julius is real. I don't know. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this: So we have a new crew. What did you guys think of Ludacris? Okay, before we for, go further in this on this first film, in the first one. Yeah, if we're just talking about this movie. Yeah. It is obviously early acting ludicrous where he <laughs> he has not learned how to act yet. He's still learning how to do it. He spends 70% of his on-screen time just like yelling into a loudspeaker and trying to get people hyped. <laughs> he is and still very work. much He's good at that. He <laughs> is rapper ludicrous in this movie. He hasn't like taken that next step in his career yet where he becomes like the mogul that is ludicrous nowadays i'm looking at him at his acting career right now and this is his like honestly his first big role because all the other ones were his music videos or he was in the uh 2001 the wash but as a customer <laughs> i've seen the wash <laughs> isn't that a bow wow movie no, it's no that's snoop a snoop dogg and dr dre. dre oh okay i'm thinking of a different bow wow movie then where like he works at a car wash and then like gets a lottery ticket or something. It's called lottery ticket, buddy. God, really <laughs> on the nose with these movies. All right. Um, I didn't mind him. So the reason I'm bringing that up is because they had a couple actors in mind to play him. You guys want to take two guesses? The rappers. So I'll give you that hint. The I was going to say, are they rappers? Yeah. Uh, Fifty Cent. It's 2004. It's 2003. I'm sorry. There's two. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Lil Wayne. Okay. Is Lil Wayne big? Was Lil Wayne big for us in high school? Oh yeah, the Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He was big in '90s. That yeah. was like Fireman. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh. Eminem. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stick with Fifty Cent and maybe Jay Z. Okay. So uh, Rick got one. It was Fifty Cent. Yeah. And the other one was going to uh, was thinking maybe Redman. Redman. Oh, Redman would have been sick in this role. But here's something. Uh, 
<laughs> which is funny as hell. I I read it in the trivia for Fast and Furious, and I was like, I need to save it for too fast, too furious. Because they wanted to bring back Jaw Rule. Uh, of course. <laughs> Jaw Rule was going to be uh basically what ludicrous was. Okay, okay, hold on, pause, pause the podcast. Imagine yeah. Fast and Furious 3. You call it menage a trois. <laughs> it's about Ja Rule trying to get his threesome. <laughs> menage! Yeah, they like that's like the it's the same concept as like uh, Rogue One did with the concept of the the little shoot that they shoot the laser into in Star Wars. Yeah, they made an entire movie out of the three meter wide gap that they have to shoot the proton torpedo into. Um. So Jaw turn turn the roll down because <laughs> he got too big for himself. And then he eventually holds a festival that turns into a shit show. Okay. So they gave him fifteen thousand for one. How much fifteen thousand? Fifteen, okay. He was in that movie for like a minute and he made fifteen K. He he had the soundtrack, all that too. I bet he did a week of work. How much Three, did they okay, offer him? Weeks of work. How much do you guys think they offered him to do Too Fast, Too Furious? $750,000. I mean, if they wanted him in the ludicrous role, it probably would have been in the seven digits. Yeah. So probably like one to five million? 500000 All right, that's a little insulting. What? Well, in 2003? Uh, still... They offered Vin Diesel $25 million. Well, Vin yeah, Diesel's Vin, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel essentially just reads scripts to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he uh, he uh, turned it down um, because he thought he was too big for the sequel, and also he wouldn't recall, return the calls. So he really he really wouldn't even negotiate. I can respect that move. I love not answering my phone. Also, granted, <laughs> maybe Vin Diesel got in Jaw Rule's ear and was like, "Jaw, I read the script. The script is fucking garbage." Don't go in on this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny that. Like, it's easy to be like now and be like, dude, that was an awful decision because look at what Fast and the Furious has turned into with a fucking ninth movie coming out this summer where they fucking shoot cars into space or some shit. But like, if we look at just this movie in that bubble, it's not the worst decision. It's not like I wouldn't want to really be attached to this movie in my career at that point. I mean, Ja Rule's a fucking musician. What the hell, what the hell else does he do? <laughs> why why I mean, do I say no? We're also, you gotta, like, we're thinking of this Ja Rule now. Like, 2003 Ja Rule is, like, pretty fucking big. Yeah, but you can't take, like, eight weeks out of your life and go down to Florida. Oh, yeah. Okay, Keith. So, oh, geez. All you're right. an ultra millionaire who gets to do whatever he wants and has people basically telling you how awesome you are. Yeah, Here's true. all the drugs you that's want. That's true. That's true. And Don't you want me to spend? Down. Sorry, guys. You yeah. want me to spend eight weeks to go film a shitty movie that Vin right. Diesel's not even doing? That does sound like a cocaine idea. When they're up at three o'clock in the morning, they're like, "You know what, Joff? 
fuck that. We don't you, like you're you're better than that. You're above that. You don't need that shit in your life. Just to, just is, say is, no, man. Is that Jaw Rule talking to himself in front of the mirror after doing a line? <laughs> yeah, just, just snorts a fat rail, looks up as his bloodshot eyes straight into the mirror, <laughs> starts talking to himself and pointing. <laughs> jaw Rule says. <laughs> Uh, by the way, uh, no. I guess John Singleton credited Top Gun as a major influence for influence for this movie. Don't, Didn't see it. Don't don't bring Top Gun down like that. Top well, Gun's I'm a great film. So since we don't have Vin Diesel, we have the new partner for Brian O'Connor, Roman Pierce. What did you guys think of the chemistry between these two and between the, these two and Ro, uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker? Well, Paul Walker can't make chemistry with anyone, but uh, Tyrese was act. I was Tyrese was actually like a breath of fresh air in this movie because, like, what they turn the character of Robin Pearson later, where he's kind of just like comic relief, annoying guy, but like in this movie, like he's actually kind of a badass and like has depth and has like interesting points to make about stuff. Tyrese acts his ass off in this movie. <laughs> he works so much harder than everyone else does. He was Eva Mendez is in boy. this movie and Tyrese is better than him. Yeah, than Eva her. Mendez sucks in this. <laughs> Although the yeah, writer, no, it's not because of Eva Mendez, it's because the writers just hate women. <laughs> well, yeah, there's only two <laughs> women in this movie. <laughs> Uh, Joe, that's not fair. There's a lot of women in this movie. Most of them are just there to wear very little clothing and shake their tits. How about two women with lines? Okay, okay there you go. There we go. Hey, I'll, uh, Rick, Although there was also the police copter lady who was an idiot and didn't understand when there was another police, another helicopter in the air. Oh, yeah, okay. that's a cool theme. Uh, what's the Jen- Jenkins, Bankins? What's the name of the old character? Oh, uh, Bilkins. Bilkins. Those all of the cops are so wildly incompetent in this movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Very funny. Um, I, I I do like the two racings that they give us of the first one and then the one where they the uh they race the fawns for their uh, uh for the car. That one was the, actually okay. When they knew they had like no chance, they need to dream and wish on a fucking shooting star something would happen. Race, I thought that was cool. Um, the first one though, where they fucking, where they swerve you, where it's like, <laughs> look, it's Fast and the Furious. We're still doing street racing, da, da, da. but look, they turn in this one. Oh yeah, they turn. You turn left. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to NASCAR. They fucking built it up this whole time being like, oh, no, and then hit that hard left turn. It's like, whoa. So one part about that, for the very first race scene I enjoyed was, are, 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 are either of you two familiar with the Troy with Brad Pitt from a long time ago? Uh, yes. I love that movie. Yeah, okay. Well, there's the coolest action scene in that movie is when Brad Pitt gets interrupted from like a hangover where he's like sleeping with two like lovely naked ladies. And he has to go fight those, the powerful soldier for Agamemnon. But th- that scene reminded me of like Ludacris calling up Paul Walker to go race for him. Because he's like, I, I don't know why that popped into my head, but Paul Walker is like so good at racing, apparently, that he can just wake up and show up with four minutes notice and just kill these fools and hustle them for some money. 
But Paul Walker's performance does not serve that cool action scene well. And if it could have, there's the potential for some really like, good I, action. I don't there. know if the, all the actors helped this scene. The, Suki <laughs> yeah. yelling, slap my ass. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, the little one-liners they do. I appreciate it. I think they were doing ludicrous references. Because remember they yelled, move, bitch. And there yeah. was one other line. That, was, I think, that at least was definitely a ludicrous mention. There's yes. two ludicrous. I, I forget what the, lyric is, what the other thing is. I, I didn't write it down. But it's really weird. <laughs> They're like breaking the fourth wall with ludicrous songs. <laughs> uh, well, they like, slightly did the Ja Rule. They had his song playing. True. They did, but they didn't like the characters didn't say the lyrics. The characters like say the lyrics in this movie. And it's real odd, but it's kind of That's funny. That's true. That's true. So what are you going to say, Rick? I... The fucking thing that kills me in this movie with the racing is the fucking the shifting gear. Like that's not how fucking shifting gears works. Like you don't go, oh, I'm in fourth and I'm going at this speed. Let me switch to fifth, and now suddenly I'm just faster. Like that's not that's not how racing works. That's not how shifting gears works. That clearly so you that's never. Why, that's why I drive automatic. <laughs> I was gonna say clearly you've never played cruising USA. Hell yeah. <laughs> wonderful baby obviously that's what the director is working off of so it was just like super fucking annoying we're like they're at top speed and they're just like oh i can't get by them let me shift into fifth (laughs) like why weren't you in fifth already asshole hey so i think i'll jump in now with our first uh our first record to keep Hey, the, the the Star Glazer reports. I hope you start reflecting my the horny scale. Remember, I'm doing the horny oh, scale. Oh, the horny now. scale. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'll have to go back and get the first horny scale. Yeah. Anyways, I was uh, I was thinking about I was thinking thinking real hard, long and hard while I was watching this movie. Were you hard? <laughs> no, I was extremely unhard watching this movie actually. But this movie reminded me of so 2003 (laughs) between 2000 and 2003 and four maxim was pretty big this whole movie reminded me of like action of like maxim articles and maxim magazine covers where it was like revealing bathing suits and like but like really like unsexual sort of situations so this movie was extremely unhorny it gets a three on the the scale the horny scale so it's a third 30 percent horny compared to the last one even fast and furious one was hornier like so th- there is a lot more like scantily clad people in it and yet it's very on sexy exactly like, yeah they're just like ladies the, on like pool toys the sexiest <laughs> part of the entire movie is tyrese taking off his shirt and punching that window that was very sexy like, yeah. I was like, damn, Tyrese, you didn't have to go and do all that. And then Tyrese even says, like, when he says, put your blast back on, Tyrese says, hater. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that part. That was pretty I, cool. They did build, like, the tension between uh, Brian O'Connor's and uh, Eva Mendes, Monica Fuentes, uh character. You, you saw tension there? Well, n- well, not tension, but, like, them wanting like him macking on her and stuff like they you you could see that and then they were like, forcing it they didn't they were in, in my like from the viewer's perspective they did not seem interested in each other at all to me and, but you know, but granted i don't think anyone can build chemistry with paul walker like, <laughs> has anyone built chemistry with him except in any of for mia 
That's true. But I think that's a lot of her. Like she's really carrying that relationship. Yeah, right. I had a joke, but I won't. Um, but um, Joe, the so man's get, dead. We get it. Hey, that was the interest. Interest. Um, like carrying him like his like a carrying him like his coffin through the cemetery. Jesus, <laughs> no. So they they. They did write. They did write in uh, like love interest stuff between the two, but they really just edited it out. That's why they only have a brief kiss scene. Is that and then that them, them staring ed- at each other? Terrible that was them editing scene. the relationship out. Like that was it was all over it. They just were terrible at building it. Does Eva Mendes ever show back up in the next? We'll find out. Movies? We don't know. I honestly Dude, we're allowed spoilers. Right. These movies are like 13 years old. We're allowed I to I feel spoilers. like a yes. She's in... She's, a, she's, yeah, in, she, she's in the airplane one. She's in the airplane one. No, she's they? not. She's, she's in six, the, isn't she? She's in She's in the credits of five. Oh credits of five. That's right. She does like a bit with The Rock or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Fast and Furious spoilers. <laughs> it's downright insulting that a movie that has Ava Mendez, who is, I mean, let's be honest, a smoke show. Oh yeah, and to have her feel like, and she's scantily clad through the through most of the movie, and yet it's still like she doesn't feel sexy. Like she seems so checked out of this entire movie. Yeah, like she read the script. Yeah, fair. <laughs> what are my Where's lines my again? Okay, yeah. Because because <laughs> she is her her character is that she's been undercover for a year with this guy. With that's the, like fucking the Mark, bad guy. That's, that's like fucking uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in that Scorsese movie. Um, the the Departed. But yeah, that's like the Departed, but like way less cool. <laughs> but she doesn't have like any action scenes or anything. She's always the damsel in distress. Well, but they like the cop. Try to say like how they're not sure whether or not she's like still on the cop side or not, but it's like, but she's literally getting out of dangerous situations to come give you intel. How are you like, why are you questioning her and like what she's like? At no point did even Mendez ever set up that she was like a dirty, potentially a dirty cop. Not one like, it's bit. It's weird that they like they set up this side bit of like questioning whether she was on the side of the cops. Okay, so as, we, as we've progressed into talking about Mendez's character, it's starting to happen to my brain. I can see the outline of a really, really fucking cool movie. Like, I can see the Bare Bones Foundation forming here. Imagine, like, sort of the departed plot line, but with Paul Walker trying to, like, infiltrate it into this, like, Eva Mendez is this, like, dark, twisted cop that's been undercover for too long. Like, that could have been a cool... Like, she could have been a really cool character. I mean, yeah, if... Paul Walker wasn't involved, maybe. <laughs> we got the dark, twisted cop. The actor that's always the dark, twisted cop in every movie that he's in. Because he's, uh, he's in Batman Begins as the twisted cop, too. The guy that gets the rat put on him. Yeah, it kind of just dawned on me that, like... This movie's good, I know. No, Too Fast, Too Furious is just, like, a super poor man's Bad Boys 2. Like, it feels like they just tried to rip off Bad Boys 2 and did a terrible job at it. Man, that's funny. Bad Boys 2 keeps showing up in this podcast. It keeps becoming a theme. Because <laughs> Bad Boys 2 is the quintessential action movie. Well, like, I think it's... The, okay, I've watched those two movies pretty recently cause, because I, cause I, re-watched, I watched the new Bad Boys. And I would say, I think Bad Boys 2 is the best one. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the newest one still. But I mean, Bad Boys Two is definitely better than Bad Boys One. 
Yeah, that's and there. I mean, Bad Boys One spectacular, but like, I mean, yeah, but Bad Boys Two was just like a perfect action movie. Yeah, this movie because they in Bad Boys Two they have the scene where okay, they infiltrate. We're getting we're getting really off on Bad Boys Two at this point. No, 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 it relates. It relates. Hold on, just hear me out here. <laughs> <laughs> so Bad Boys Two, I, they have the scene where they dress up as um, exterminators and they go into the rich guy's house. A great, and, great fucking sequence. Oh, good, good sequence. They're looking through the bullet holes. So, okay, sorry, I'm getting. <laughs> you really are. And the point is. No, the point is, it reminds me of the scene where instead of like trying to infiltrate by being exterminator, they infiltrate by like being good at cars and like stealing cigar cutters. That was the best idea they came up with. Also, for like pushing my idea that there's the bare bones skeleton of a really sick movie inside of Fast and Furious 2. It's, oh, it's moving. Is that it? Or it, 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 if no. it was Bad Boys 2, it would be a much better movie. Yeah, I'll agree to that. Yeah, no, my point is that Joe, my uh, my rating's moving on up. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But speak, speaking of Bad Boys 2, um, can we just do Bad Boys 2? Can we pivot and just talk about Bad Boys 2? No, but Bad Boys no, 2 is, like, really good. No. <laughs> uh, there was, like, Fucking a park mines, that they, they, they... There was a park that they filmed on uh, during some of the scenes they filmed. Well, Bad Boys 2 were filming on the other side. So that, they're both filming at the same time. That's hilarious. <laughs> Wait, are you bullshitting? Is, is that a no. bit or is that a fact? It's a fact. Holy shit. Cape Florida State Park on Key ba- uh, Bison. Yeah, they that's where they were. Uh, Imagine they like you're just there and you look over and you're like, holy shit, that's Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. That movie's going to be dope. And then you look over to the other side and you're like, is that fucking Paul Walker and Tyrese? What is this bullshit? And the new name of our podcast is going to be Apropos of Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Checks out. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Bad Boys 2. Fake movie We're... experts, can anything live up to Bad Boys 2? It's a new to say no. every. <laughs> Indiana Jones and in the. <laughs> Crystal Skull is so much better than Bad Boys 2. No. I will fucking fight you. Uh, this movie does have the cheap one liners. That we uh, all say, still say to some to this to this day. We hungry. Yeah, that one's good. I did. I mean, that's my name in our group chat right now. <laughs> but Joe, there's uh, the. Joe, I don't the, think the, I realized that I that's where the Tyrese hungry bit came from. Was this movie? Oh, yeah. We hungry. Joe, there's, there's the one. There's the one I texted you. I gotta. I gotta read that one again. Um, uh, shit, where'd it go? Oh yeah. What's up, Suki? What do you say we kick it a nickel? Yeah. <laughs> it was not a one liner, but that's stuck I will in my not head. Lie. I will not lie. I did not get that until like this last time watching it. I'm like, oh, he wants to put 2500 on the line. Also, that's <laughs> those are different lines. Oh, they are. They are. But that's not just one line, Sweatland. He says, What's up, Suki? Talks to Ludacris, then walks up and goes, Let's kick it a nickel. Yeah, he's talking to different Wait. people. Man, that's that- not like all one line. Bullshit. I just watched it this morning. Maybe I'm wrong, no, but in wrong. my mind, that's how this He drives up, says, what's up, Suki? Goes to talk to Ludacris. Oh, he asks about how deep packing, their pockets deep are. are. Yeah. And he goes, all right, let's kick it a nickel. All right, I've had a long week. <laughs> let's uh, talk about the real plot point of this movie is the relationship that builds between Suki and Ludacris through the movie to where they get together in the opening and are 
and are together by the end of it. Let's talk hey, about that. Those two no. have a nine on the horny scale. They just want to fuck the whole movie. I don't like her. <laughs> what don't you, don't you like, Suki? like Suki? Suki's great. Dude, her car was sick. She had the best car. That's not true. The, the, the Skyline GTR is the best car. But, like, she is by far, like, the second best character after Ludacris. No, Tyrese Suki Ludacris is the best characters in this movie. <laughs> Nope. You know no, who's sir, the worst like character it. in this movie? Paul Walker. Not even the bad guy. He's not even like that good of a fucking renegade. All right, that's fair. The bad guy is the worst character in this movie. He's so fucking just boring. He's, I don't know if this was his like attempt at being Scarface or something, but he did a very bad job of it. I remember, yes, yeah, Sam, Sammy and I were watching this movie. I put it on pretty early, kind of a silly. It's okay. What? It's a really bizarre experience watching Fast and Furious 2 at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I, when I watched it, it was at 10 a.m. So. Isn't it odd? It's like, it that is, is not... That's Who the, doesn't like a little pancakes and Too Fast, Too Furious? Too Fast, Too Furious is a p.m. movie. That's not an a.m. <laughs> movie. <laughs> but I was watching it, I was like... I remember they were trying to... Paul Walker was all worried, and he kept on talking about his exit strategy. I'm like, what are they worried about? He's just some guy that wants to give him money. <laughs> like, he's like, there's nothing to be scared of with this guy. I mean, they're they planning to, like, to kill them when they drop off the money, though. Yeah, but yeah. We, didn't, we didn't know that at the point I was thinking that. And then they like re- they, they have to crank up... They have to crank up his intensity with that like ridiculous rat scene. Hey, I love <laughs> the rat scene in that very clearly not actually a club that they just put sheets up a ro- around a room to turn into a club yo i had notes on the club i don't have many notes on this movie but i wrote down a goddamn paragraph on that club it's <laughs> it was, so bad so my joke here here's my joke on it <clears throat> that club looks like uh it belongs in an abc family show <laughs> <laughs> it, that that is pretty <laughs> apropos. You're pretty on the <laughs> like the cameras and the lighting. It looks like like yeah, some teenagers to like stumble upon each other and say that like they figured out who the murderer is. <laughs> okay, I I'm not ever been a club person. I'm not the type of person who's like, come on, bitches, let's go to the club and get drunk. But I'm well sure. aware that clubs are never that bright. I know it was light and it was quiet. <laughs> My favorite, yo. If I'm going to the club, I want those lights on bright, and I want that music down low. <laughs> he wants he wants the Bee Gees playing loud, so he can get his, or also, ABBA, so he can get his Dancing Queen on. You're yeah. Eva Mendez. You've been undercover for almost a year, and suddenly you're about to risk it all by flirting with Paul Walker in the open <laughs> of the dude's club. What is that idiotic bullshit? This is why okay. Eva Mendez was checked out. By the way, she read this shit and was like. None of this makes sense at all for my character. Okay. This movie is almost, it's almost, they should have gotten worse. This movie would be so good if it was just like a little bit worse. If like, it didn't take itself so seriously. Yeah. I feel like they went a little bit more like absurd and like earnest if they really just accepted it. Kind of like what the <laughs> like next Fast and the Furious movies are after four, where they just go like, fuck it. We are Fast and the Furious. Let's just be yeah, weird. Because it's yeah. got the foundation. Like they're, there's nine. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't remember the. I don't remember fucking four through nine. But I'm pretty sure there are some silly dance club scenes. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I think, think so. there's a dance club scene in Abu Dhabi in one of the giant towers. That's just no. That was just a party. I mean, that's kind of a club at your personal residence, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. I don't know how clubs work. 
I don't either. The funny thing about the uh, club scene is like the Carter Verone telling Brian not to touch her, like, hey, kid, don't touch her. Uh, the actor is actually younger than Brian uh, than Paul Walker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, by two years, but still, you know, it's like, hey, don't touch her, boy. Uh, Do that whole scene where he like chokes Eva Mendez is like, I'll kill you if you ever touch another man. Like, ew. Wow, bro. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, toxic masculinity much? Like, hashtag, yeah, hashtag get rid of this guy. <laughs> Fucking cancel Carter. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Goddamn cancer uh, culture. Did you say you know, cancer culture? Cancer <laughs> culture. Yeah, you did. Uh, one, like, one of the main storylines is Brian O'Connor trying to get Roman Pierce to team up with him for the whole time because Brian was a cop in Florida, which I guess he's originally from. I thought he was a cop in Southern California. Barstow's in California, bro. They yeah, go no. they go back west to get Roman. They go to Florida. Nope. Yeah. They are in Florida. They go to California to get Roman and they then go bring him co- back to Florida. I just now made that connection. Oh, by the way, uh, Barstow is in California. <laughs> I Huh. As someone who had a lot of bar yeah, it's Barstow, California. Huh. Oh, didn't I I yeah the logistics the the logistics are insane with that. That is seriously like a two-day event that they broke down into about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. What? Barstow is in San Bernardino. Well, no, no, no. I got that. I I'm I'm behind that. I'm just okay, cool. Yeah, I know. Okay, so all the way to Southern California and then go back to get Roman Pierce. All right. Joe and I are expressing some confusion right now, but I think I can speak for both of us. Thank so you. Here we go. Hopefully. I, and I assume Joe are aware Barstow is in California. Okay. What I failed to acknowledge and maybe Joe failed to acknowledge is how silly it is to go from literally Florida to California to solve this problem on Three sentences that Paul Walker's character says, like, I got a guy. (laughs) (laughs) I 100% agree. I'm I'm just blowing my mind because, like, what you said, Rick, it seems like if you're not paying attention, they're in Florida the whole time. If you don't hear them say, we're going to Barstool, you think they're in Florida the whole time. I, by the way, I appreciate that. sounded like Barstool. Yeah, I made sure. <laughs> Fucking first I, I of all, it, just for to the be boys. clear, like, this isn't a bit anymore. Fuck Barstool and anything to do with them. They are terrible people. It's for the boys. It's too hot. <laughs> hot damn. Not, not Barstool. Barstool, the company. Oh, no, I was thinking of, like, no, bar stools are cool as shit. You drink on you sit on them and you drink beer? Like, no, 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 okay. no, Keith, there's a company called, oh, okay. It, they're on. for the, bo- they, they, they're a, yeah, okay. Hey, ga- we're, okay we're, I'm, we're moving I'm, on, we're moving I'm on. I'm for gambling, I'm against exploiting, um, I don't know, money. <laughs> so, I, checks out, people. We're, um, we're moving past it. But it's, what I was going to get to the whole point is, it's funny to see the, type of how they want to have Paul Walker act in this movie, but he's a normal guy in the first one. But in this one is sup, bruh, sup, cuz, you know, like he, his, his way of talking changes 
drastically. <laughs> they like try to like retcon him from being like this just like perfect cop pretty boy into being like he's always been kind of like this badder person. He's a chill surfer boy type. Hey, hey bro, sup, cuz? Yeah, bro. I, bro. I've got, <laughs> I've gotten my notes. A cop who dreams of being a Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what I've got in my notes. Because he just like he really just wants to like drive cars fast and get into fights a lot and like argue with people. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's why I. That's why I was like I, when I first watched saw this movie, I was blown away about how drastic Brian O'Connor tone was surfer boy <laughs> in this one. But uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, like I, I so as I'm talking now, my like elevated star ratings going back down because they clearly <laughs> like, they clearly didn't give two fucks about the last movie. <laughs> when they were writing I mean, Paul Walker's words. Vin Diesel put like nailed the head on this. This was a money grab. This was the first one made a shit ton of money. Let's quick turn around another one, make a ton of more money, and then we'll just we'll milk the franchise for what we can. Although I mean when this when this came out, did they realize Fast and Furious One was lightning in a bottle? Like did they because the script is pretty But they don't care. They just do you slap the name on the same thing, get some money, and we'll be fine. Who cares if it flops again? We made more money. That's true. I mean, like, it just on the surface, Fast and Furious 1 is pretty stupid, too. But just, they, like, the direction and the way that the scenes are constructed and the characters work. It, it is different because in the first one, they use more real cars. Because I remember, I believe there was, like, 76 car, you know, um, totaled cars. In this... Sure, they use real cars for a lot of stuff, but there was a lot more CGI in this one than there was the original. There's, there's just also no depth to the character. Like, as shallow as the Fast and the Furious movie is, there was so much depth to the characters. Like, there was so much depth to Vin Diesel. There was depth to Jesse. Like, there was depth to some people that you could really connect to. And there's just, there's none of that in this movie. There is no connection to anyone besides Tyrese like we get some depth to him and understanding which is why he is hands down the best part of this movie yeah because yeah, yeah, on, uh, go ahead Keith oh sorry uh, yeah on my fir- on the uh, Fast and Furious one I've got the, I remember there was so on, on the Fast and Furious one I was trying to keep track of a silly list of things and I kept track of silly beverages they were drinking and there was a whole list of weird beverages they're drinking. And I'm finding as we're talking about this, that that relates to there's a bunch of scene of characters like doing character development, talking to each other. And the one scene where there's a notable beverage in this movie is that dude with a big gulp when they're getting the briefing. Yeah. And there is other than that, because what, what, I guess where I'm going with this is the theme in fast and furious one and fast and furious, like four through 38 <laughs> is that there's God is, willing is family and there is no like theme of family in this movie. No one gives a shit about each other. Yeah. There's no one shares. No one like there's no Vin Diesel doesn't force anybody to drink a Corona because they're getting an extra $200,000 of sponsorships from it. <laughs> there's only some dumb pizza shop thing where like Paul Walker has an opportunity to make an engine joke, <laughs> which is what makes like the ending of the movie that much weirder. Cause like, you can get why people do stuff for Vin Diesel because there is that like deep connection. 
Why the fuck did anyone help those assholes out at the end of the movie by doing that giant run against the cops? To yeah, who was risk? the charismatic leader? There was no leader. It was Ludacris's character. That is the leader of all. Yeah. But in this like, one, but Rick, you're right. The fact that in the first one and going further forward on with the movies, it's all about <laughs> family. In this one, it's close friends. Like, sure, Roman and Brian <laughs> could be that family part. However, they did have that separation because of Roman being locked up in jail for three years and blaming Brian and wouldn't forgive him until the final, the night before the day of... Uh, all right, that just reminds me, their fucking pussy ass bullshit fight when they get together for the first time. <laughs> I've, got, I've got that in my notes. <laughs> the fighting in general in this movie is so shit. Like, no one actually fights, it's all just weird camera cuts to simulate fighting. Like, holy shit, the fighting was so bad in this movie. Ugh, it was, yeah, it was dismal. And then, yeah, they were just like, they were just hugging each other passionately. And the like that whatever Jenkins or whatever the cop's name is like Milkins. goes off. Wilkins, <laughs> Jesus. Mar- Martin's. All right, yeah, yeah Martin's goes off. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Martin Freeman. Oh, although I, I I did a pre- <laughs> before they passionately hug Paul Walker's like whatever happens here, just let it slide, and then they start embracing each other in the dirt. <laughs> See, like that's like that scene alone. There, there's like, you know, just like. The, like I said earlier, but the way they drastically changed Brian O'Connor's way of talking. Sup, bruh? Bruh? Ro? Roman? Nobody calls me Ro unless you're yeah, unless, only yeah. my close friends. It's like, so it's like Keith, you're saying, you know, uh, like BVS DOJ. And so saying yeah. all that long title, he just goes Ro <laughs> and takes out three letters of the name. <laughs> I also feel like he doesn't call him that then for the rest of the movie. He doesn't. It's just Roman the rest of the night. It's so weird. Like, only my friends call me that. Okay, I I won't call you that anymore because for the rest of this movie, we clearly aren't friends. I I will say one of my favorite lines of the movie is ejecto cito, cuz. Oh, that line is That's a good one. It's okay. Was that a Harry Potter? Was that a Harry Potter? Oh, like a making fun of Harry Potter type thing? That sounds like a Harry Potter reference. I don't think so. I don't think I don't I know the book. I don't know the movies. Expecto Patronum. I mean, it no, there like is no, there yeah. is no ejectocito in the world of Harry well, Potter. Well, not literally. I, not, I mean, not literally, but it's like I get what I, I mean. I think more, it's just Romans an asshole character who just butchers other languages. Because Harry Potter did come out in two thousand one, so there's that chance that they're just making the Spectrum Patronum type thing. It's just them going ejectocito. <laughs> no, it's a hail. It's a Hail Mary theory I'm throwing out there, but I like it. I'm with you. <laughs> I like it. Uh, this, is, wh- this is how conspiracy theories get started. And that's how it's going to be. Like, yo, I heard they put actual baby bones inside that Moderna vaccine. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just telling you, they're going to get those pedophiles any day now. <laughs> I got a good place to go get some pizza. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. This is what happens when we get such like a bad movie. We are so off the rails through most of this. So yeah, I'm just more interested in pedophiles there, at my local pizza shop. Is there any scenes? <laughs> is there any scenes that you guys liked? Or I mean, they flew a fucking car into a boat. That was badass. And the they ending? also were human. They flew a car into a boat. Spillman or fucking Spillman. O'Connor got a concussion, and Tyrese broke his arm. Like 
That doesn't happen. The last the- year when people fucking fly cars into things. That's the last realism you're going to get in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, they turn into literal superheroes here pretty quick. Oh, yeah. my God. I've got a really good note. Hold on. Check this note out. Checking your note out. No, there's a scene. I can't while, check your notes. There's a scene while Paul Walker literally says the he says the word anklet in a serious tone, and that cracked me up for some reason early this morning while I was drinking coffee because they're like it's, it's a scene when they're wrestling and Tyrese is when they first meet. By the way, that destruction. Okay, the, the destruction derby scene was dope. That's my scene. I'm, I'm moving forward from there. They didn't but, like him when he won, but yeah, Paul Walker's. I mean, how many times have you like? The word anklet said, like, in a serious, dark way. It's kind of anklet. funny. That cracked me up. It cracked anklet. me up. Anklet. <laughs> I'm also pretty sure that house arrest doesn't allow you to live in an RV. <laughs> you can just drive it. <laughs> that's the movie way, Rick. That's the movie way. Yeah, don't. That's too deep. Don't do not do that. <laughs> it was, that's conspiracy one, theories right there, buddy. One other thing that was super annoying <laughs> is during the second race scene against... Okay, the posing in this movie, by the way. So much weird posing going on, especially by you... the Italian jabronis after they lost that race scene of them just standing in the middle of the street looking like they're about to cut a goddamn Christian album. See you later, Fonzie. <laughs> I love the posing on that first race with the when they were all standing on their cars. And like uh, Suki was there. She was doing a cool pose. Paul Orange Julius. Flapjack. We're doing the same pose on their cars. Very weird. They were doing some good knee ups. And then that weird part where like they in sequence all looked down the line at Brian. That was fucking weird. Like what was it, that? It was in reverse. It's like Suki looks at him. Slapjack looks if, at him. If you if you Orange rewatch. Julius looks at him. If you rewatch all that, it was filmed in reverse. For some <laughs> reason. Fucking annoying. <laughs> Why would they do uh, that's weird? But I don't know. So from that second race scene, when like for some reason, like Suki and I don't remember the mechanic's name. Jimmy. Jimmy. I wish Jimmy was in more of them. I liked Jimmy. Jimmy had a cool character. Jimmy was uh as I would put the uh Zoolander quote out, he was hot at the time <laughs> because he was on uh 106 in Park. Cause he did like he did the weekly freestyle battle, and like he he destroyed people for like eight months, and I think they had like they forced him to to retire because he was just destroying everybody on freestyles. But like these people being super behind Roman as this race was about to start, someone they had met an hour ago, a day ago, yeah, like twenty four hours ago. It was just it felt very like forced and odd. I I agree. Uh, that's why it's it's close pals, close friends than it is uh um family. The uh mansion that uh Corona uh that um Carter uh uh lives at is a you about to mansion. Get some bad boys too stuff. No. <laughs> uh, what the mansion was owned by uh previously owned by Sylvester Stallone. That's badass. Uh, in early drafts of the movie, we we guys we missed out on a game of a pickup game of basketball. Oh, with like oh what God. ludicrous destroying Paul Walker. Paul, no, Wa- I want to uh, see Paul Walker. Paul, sh- just damn, that would have been good. Paul Walker playing basketball with Roman's cousins, uh, <laughs> Flip and Samuel, and 
Flip would have been played by the rapper Fabulous. Okay, that would have been cool though. From the from the three point line, I don't care. And uh, no, that's Chingy. And Damn Samuel <laughs> would, would would have been played by Alonzo Mourning. <laughs> what the fuck? Alonzo Mourning was like forty uh, or fifty. Yeah, probably in his late thirties. Also, a weird part. Why, like, in Bad Boys Two does this too. Um, why does everyone hate the Haitians in Florida? <laughs> like every time Haitians are in a movie, the Florida, they're just portrayed as these like fucking off their ass on drugs, like idiots. It's very weird. Cause like they drive through little Haiti and that dude just stands in the street as the cars go flying by him as he's off his balls. I can tell you that was like a main point that they had to show off in the trailers because of like how, extreme this movie will be and to show there was racing that's what they were trying mm-hmm. to do they also showed that you can't drive under all semis in this movie because one guy got crushed by a semi yeah they didn't even try to drive under semis in this that was bullshit the guy got like ran it ran into like the uh during this race to go get the package in the uh uh, whatever the place I'm blanking the name right now. The Ferrari and uh, yeah. like in the yard. in the pound, and um, the guy gets like destroyed in the turnoff <laughs> in the middle of that. Dude, yeah, what the fuck was that with the BMW? He just like he didn't even try to not drive into that fucking like puddle <laughs> barrels of water. That well, was something like, I thought was like he could have just he could have just not gone. Yeah, he could have just gone straight. <laughs> he could have done anything. He just like. He matched the other car. Like, was he not looking where he was going? He like, he wasn't because he was distracted by Paul Walker driving backwards, flipping off. Uh, okay, that Tyrese. scene was cool. Made then, no sense. You can't go 110 while in reverse in a car, but it still was awesome. That. No, that was sick as shit. You don't like know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, uh, Paul Walker's character, Brian O'Connor, almost forgetting to make the turn because he's too busy showing off yeah. you know but tyrese also almost missed the turn it was a very weird sequence yeah. and like speaking of driving tricks we're st- we, we've missed talking about one of the most iconic the only iconic fast and furious 2 scene is when he does the staring scene there's even mendez's eyes when they're driving down the road yeah that was pretty good i, I told like, him that yeah I, it was like the only that. like semi bit of chemistry between them in the movie and it still didn't really happen. and it was chemistry. chemistry it wasn't chemistry between those two it was chemistry between Luda. it was chemistry with tyrese and it was chemistry between tyrese and paul walker <laughs> was, i love that scene though when tyrese drives up and he goes he did the staring at you while he was driving thing didn't it i taught him that yeah no if anything because it, it's like a couple of dudes that are just like really good friends and they're like just hanging out with these new people that don't know them very well. And they're overcompensating with their cool stunt that they practice together a lot. That <laughs> <laughs> just told me that these guys are just big old nerds. Like they're such dorks. <laughs> I've tried that on uh, grand theft auto. It doesn't work. <laughs> I've gotten more like, as we talk about the movie, I've definitely not rated it any higher. It's still a piece of shit. But I've grown even more love for Tyrese in this movie. Tyrese was fucking awesome in this movie. He's spectacular. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie was the last Fast and Furious movie to come out on uh, VHS. That's what a, a weird sick. stat. That's I a not want to own Too Fast, Too Furious on VHS. <laughs> Just to say I do. 
What if that's uh, the cool. weird thing in like 30 years? You know how like everyone got back into vinyl? VHS is coming back. What if people get back into VHS? I that that's not sick. that's not too far out of the realm. Like that you'll get weird, weird like 15 year olds who are like, you don't get the best picture unless you're watching it through the shitty tape. Although it's like that's how I mean, short of piracy, like that's the only cool way to do it. But that's the best way to watch like the non-special edition Star Wars is is on VHS. Yeah. I own those somewhere in some fucking closet. I, I almost bought them in Seattle, but it was it was like thirty bucks. <laughs> I mean, that's probably you probably still a good deal. Yeah. Uh, a fun goof that I just came across is the actor that the driver that got ran over by the semi. Uh, the same guy that was driving the red car was later seen in the topless yellow Dodge Viper. God so, damn it. Didn't kill him. <laughs> by the way, the yellow Dodge Viper was the ugliest car in this movie. All the cars for the people who are supposed to be like the drivers for <laughs> Carter. Mm-hmm. All had really shitty cars. The guy who got ran over getting run over in like some shitties, like the worst version of Mustangs of like the 90s Mustang, which was just an ugly, hideous car. Uh, Orange Julius's uh, car from the beginning was a double from Toretto's red one from the first movie. I That's thought hilarious. so. They looked <laughs> very similar, yeah. So they just repainted it. Um, for any, I, so I know I brought up scenes that were cool. There probably would be, there's probably plenty of scenes that got you uh, angry, that bored, the phone came out. Um, so there's probably plenty of those between you two. Here, here's the answer. Yes. Okay. There it is. I, uh, I, I, I gotta say, the cops are bad in this movie. Um, I didn't like fake Raiden. Um, <laughs> I thought it was so bad. I gotta say, I thought it was funny that he had the idea of teaming his young cop partner with O'Connor, and that's the the uh, like the pizza scene you were saying earlier, Keith, about them, them promoting stuff. And you know, the guy's drinking a twenty four ounce soda, and the Connor Brian O'Connor quizzes him about like a Skyline motor. He's like twenty four, huh? And he's just reading the freaking cup handle and saying, "Oh, you have." No one looks good in that scene. <laughs> yeah, Paul Especially Walker just kind of came off as an asshole. Especially Paul Walker. <laughs> well, I would say this about that scene for Walker is that he's covering himself because if they get caught, you need to know you need someone to know their shit. And this guy's the guy's talking about the pizza. You know, he doesn't know. Well, I think it was mostly the writing's fault, and also like forty percent Paul Walker's or Paul Walker's fault, but. They really should have like shown, tried to hint at that Paul Walker was never going to cooperate with the cops, that he's always going to be a rebel. Like, I wish that there was more of him like rebelling against the system. He just kind of said yes a lot and was just a just a pansy. There's well, a really because... weird, like the FBI director guy or whatever the fuck Bilkins is. Like FBI knew... director, I think it's Morton's. I think that's his name. Sheshwan. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, like. He the whole time is just like, oh, Paul Walker's never really going to help us, but we'll just use him as much as we can. And just like <laughs> doesn't care about the fact that Paul Walker is clearly coming up with other schemes. And like he's just kind of like, 
that Paul Walker. I've got a note here that says like, like they're really just going to rehire him, huh? <laughs> they're really just going to just really just like no questions. They're just going to hire him. <laughs> well, they the the thing about this is that they weren't they going to scrub his record because yeah. he's still a wanted man, so he has to say yes to everything because his chance to be scrub, his record to be scrubbed. Like, is like, do they really give a shit that much about a good cop that they can just willing to just like, they can just hire another cop? Like, I don't know why they're like they need Paul Walker so bad that they're willing to like fucking bend well, over. They backwards. needed a great driver, and Paul Walker apparently is the greatest driver in all of America. Available. I can tell you, I can tell you objectively, he's not the greatest driver in America. Can you name me a better driver? Can you name me a better driver? I. <laughs> Keith was just fucking prime Ken Griffey yeah. Jr. He and I just lobbed that right over yeah. the plate for he him. Just fucking, he just left that slider hanging. <laughs> I will say he did He did do the the uh, scene of uh, after the first race that he slid into like the parking spot. That was all him. So Oh, that was him? That yeah. That was sick. That was like, okay. I guess he practiced move. that for like, uh, like days. Like, a, like Dude, he had like, a week. I would have killed probably myself and at least some other people if I tried to do that move. <laughs> oh, I bear rolled it in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've got a. I think I should cut in now. It's a little ahead of its. It's a, a little ahead of uh, the schedule here, but there's no schedule. I, no, there's no schedule. There's no. There's no structure to the show. We're not that smart. Because we cool. hungry. Yeah, we're, we ain't hungry. But uh, we were talking about how good Tyrese is in this show, and I've got Roger Ebert's review pulled up. I'd like to read a couple sentences that Roger Ebert said about Tyrese Gibson's acting performance. Interesting. Let's do By it. By the way, Roger Ebert himself gave this movie three stars out of four. He liked it. Was he high? I hope so. He's just fucking slamming that kush. But yeah, Walker's co-star is Tyrese, a.k.a. Tyrese Gibson, who was so good in Singleton's <laughs> Baby Boy and is, the en- he is the- and is the engine that drives Too Fast, Too Furious with energy and charisma. He's like an angrier Vin Diesel. Walker, who gets top billing in both movies, is pleasant but not compelling. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a Don Johnson light. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's no, me. Wait, I, I think it's sick as fuck that even like Roger Ebert, this like old fucking shriv, just like, yo, Tyrese. Yeah, Tyrese is killing it here. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking Paul Walker is a Don yeah, Johnson yeah, light. That's yeah, Paul, so brutal. Yeah, Paul Walker sucks, but Tyrese is killing it. Like, ty- like yeah, Roger Ebert knew. Tyrese, also known as Tyrese Gibson. Boom. Or Tyrese has gone crazy lately. Oh, man. Is he on one? Is he doing some Oh, he's been on one for a while now. Um, He's not an anti-masker, is he? No, no, no. Like, crazy for crazy, crazy stuff. You guys want to know who's a cool anti-masker that I just heard about? It's Jim Brewer. Yeah, we've talked. We talked. Yeah, about you that talked like about this months ago. Damn yeah. it! Did we bring that up on the podcast? Because this is yeah, I think podcast. you did. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh, I feel like a real asshole right now. Jim Brewer's an anti-masker. <laughs> it's it's funny. He's a weirdo. Look at that. Kind of falls into like the Bruce <laughs> way, where like you wouldn't have ever thought it, but once you like think about it, you're like, yeah, they're just kind of bad people. Oh man, I love it when actors go go on one. <laughs> On what? On what? Oh yeah, let me one. see if I can find some. Yeah, one. In I think as the Twitter people say, have a normal one. I think that's what they say. <laughs> um, I can tell you that. Where is it? 
this was nominated for Best a Razzie. Picture. What? For a Razzie. <laughs> for a Razzie. Yeah. Hey, before we for... go down that road, didn't y'all watch the Oscars 2020? No. No. Boy, it was weird. Yeah, I heard it was awful. Why are we was... dating the podcast right now? No, fuck you, man. <laughs> There's, I'm not dating him. That's, I could, the, maybe the Oscars happened a week ago. Maybe they happened three weeks ago. It'd be maybe real they weird happen, to talk about the Oscars three weeks afterwards. Maybe they happen tonight. Maybe they happen later. <laughs> no, it, it will be. Did I watch beyond. the Oscars that haven't happened yet? Did you ask? Did you watch the Oscars? Did you watch the trailers for the Oscars? <laughs> no, no, we no. The Oscars have come and gone, and no, I have not watched them. <laughs> so you're telling me in a year where no one could really go watch movies, an award show based around movies didn't do well. Color me fucking surprised. No, my only point is that it's important to recognize that there were not movies in 2020. Let's just remember that. And that's what they did. I would uh, say so- that it's hilarious <laughs> that they set up the whole thing to be about uh, Black Panther winning an award for him to not win the award. <laughs> they set funny. it up. So in, in the uh, Razzies of 2003, I just want to verify, they, they, no one was act, uh, nominated for Best Actor, I mean Worst Actor. Does anyone know who has won an Academy Award and also the Razzie? Halle Berry. Sandra Bullock did, didn't she? Yes. She just did, too. But Halle Berry actually received her Razzie. She went. Catwoman. I think Sandra went, too. No, it was for Catwoman. Catwoman. Oh, nice. I love that, dude. I love the Razzie. First of all, no one would be mad at Halle Berry for Swordfish, sir. Everyone loves Halle Berry and Swordfish. I love Swordfish. I wish there was a sequel so we could do a podcast on it. <laughs> we could just, like, name a sequel for it if we wanted to. Yeah, I don't know. Like, We'll be like, Phone Booth is a sequel so, to Swordfish. I'm listening. I'm listening <laughs> so I, I listen to uh, Kind of Funny. It's a movie review podcast. And they're doing, like, two movie franchises at a time because they can. And they're doing Pixar movies. And then they're doing the Mortal Kombat movies. And they were lining up the schedule, like how we are with Fast and the Furious to Mortal Kombat. Well, since Mortal Kombat got pushed back a week, they had to fill in the gap. So they did Balls of Fury. Nice. Um, so in the 2003 Razzies, Too Fast, Too Furious was nominated for two awards. Did not win both. So Damn. they didn't win. Couldn't win anything. Uh, they didn't win anything. Uh, they were nominated for worst remake or sequel. This one was yes. Okay. With what, what, uh, what? so what also was nominated was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oof. Um, from Justin to Kelly, it was a remake of Where the Boys Are and Where the Boys Are in '84. That's a remake. Yeah, was not aware of that. Dumb and Dumber when Harry met Lloyd. Wasn't that okay. actually, and the, like considered that's offensive? I like that movie. Huh? No, it was bad, but I liked it. I like it. Uh, but the worst <laughs> remake sequel of 2003, according to the Razzies, was Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Yeah. No, the sequel, Keith. The oh. Sequel. The original so then, one yeah. with that cast was good. The second one was real bad. Yeah, I mean, so, I saw it. <laughs> so then it was I also liked the first one a lot. Yeah. So the first, then there was also nominated for worst excuse for an actual movie. All concept, no content. Yeah, that, that, yeah, okay. And did not win. Hey, before also, we get before we get too far, Joe, I don't appreciate you promoting other movie podcasts. Yeah, he's, he's right. 
Stop. <laughs> Don't promote other things on our podcast. Yeah, it's that fucked up. You're breaking, to. You're like, breaking the mystery science theater at 2000 rule. I mean, like, like you, you can promote nocellentertainment.com that has a ton of fabulous content. Listen to the old movie podcast, The Q. Uh, that's listen a lot to of work. things such as uh, No Cell Entertainment's flagpole show, The No Cell Podcast. Yeah, check out No Cell Entertainment. That's where you'll find everything there. Thanks, so but, Suki, um, Suki's you, notepad. You won't find anything on any other podcast anywhere. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I think we're the only podcast in the world. Like I, like we. I'm pretty sure we've invented this format. I think so. Uh, so we suck. That, that sucks. There should be someone better than us. <laughs> Probably don't. Uh, also nominated. Is it weird season- that Too Fast, Too Furious? I feel like has been one of our better podcasts. That's, that's always has. It's not a good thing. Um, no. It was also nominated for the worst excuse of a movie uh, with Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Understandable. From Justin to Kelly, The Real Cancun. I don't remember I'd, that. Okay, uh, hold on. I think um, I think Charlie's Angels 2 might be better than Fast and Furious 2. No. I don't know. Shit, this and is hard. We're going to need to do Charlie's Angels on the podcast. We've been the doing lots of it. We've been doing lots of dude movies. We gotta like, we gotta expand a little bit. <laughs> okay, Joe, finish, finish. Thank you. Then I will Jesus stop interrupting Christ. you. Holy uh, cat! I'm just ripping here. Hey. Bad boys too. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go to the ratings and budget and all that shit. So the budget, you guys want to take a guess the budget? Sixty-nine million dollars. <laughs> Since the first one, sixty-nine in a dollar. <laughs> the first one got thirty-eight million. This one got seventy six million. I was so close. So and just think, like, I mean, I'm assuming Vin Diesel would have been in Tyrese's place. So Tyrese, whatever he got paid, would come off of this. This movie would have had twenty five million extra on its budget if Vin mm-hmm. Diesel was in this movie. All right, hear me out here. I think it's a good thing Vin Diesel wasn't in this movie because I, I don't think sequels would have happened if Vin Diesel was in this. Because he wasn't, it was enough of a reason to say try again. With yeah, it was, yeah, back. yeah, yeah. There was a there was the try again factor. There was the mystery factor of Toretto coming back. I think it's that a good is thing. a theory I can get behind, Keith. I'll agree with you on that one. That's a good point. Granted, he might have made this good enough that it could have kept going, but I don't think they would have become what they became. We could have more if he stayed, because <laughs> since they started late again. They could have more. Um, so, so the budget was seventy-six million. The gross for it, domestically in the states of the United States, one hundred twenty-six million. Not bad. In, internationally, one hundred and nine million. So worldwide, it got two hundred thirty-six million. It's bonkers to think that Too Fast, Too Furious made a quarter of a billion dollars. Yep. So let's go to the box office for June 6th through the 8th. Uh, this, on that, this is legitimately my favorite part of the podcast, by the way. On Friday night, so it got on Friday night, it got 19 million. That's pretty good for 2003. Yes. So let's go to the box office. Number 10 in its 13th week with 942,000. Bend it like Beckham. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> Kira Knightley. Mm. It's soccer. It's soccer. <laughs> I like soccer. <laughs> fuck. Number nine in its third week with 1.9 million, the in-laws. Don't know it. What um, is that? Let me verify what I think it is before I. Is it Ben I Stiller? 
You know, it's, <laughs> that's it's, what I thought oh, too. <laughs> no, it's um, it was a remake. No, no, it's the oh, it's that guy. What's his name? Michael it's, Douglas. It's Michael Douglas and Albert Brooks. It's one of those like rom com weddings that the two families are getting back together, and Ryan Reynolds is in it. Of course, he is. I think. Yep, he is. As and like Michael Douglas is like a spy, and the other one's a doctor. I never seen the movie. I just I just remember the trailer. And it's a remake of a movie from the 70s. Yep. Let's go to number eight, shall we? In its second week with 2.6 million, wrong turn. That's a horror movie, right? Yes, yes. it is. I, I think I went 10 minutes in. And Isn't Jennifer Lawrence in that movie? No. No. Elijah Dushku. Ah, uh, yes, Dushku. Emma Dumont. Dushku. Count, uh, count, count Dushku. <laughs> count Dushku. Oh, wait, they're remaking <laughs> wrong turn? Oh, they made like four straights to like DVDs and yeah. But yeah, I think they're remaking it too. Yeah, there's a 2021 hey, any, uh, remake. Any fake movie experts podcast uh, Wikipedia keepers, can you put Count Dushku is a joke in the records there? Can you put that on there? <laughs> <laughs> mm. I do love me some Elijah Dushku. Count Dushku. <laughs> yeah. uh, number seven in its sixth week with three million X2. It's going to give it to you. Yo, that's the second best X-Men movie. Number coming in at number six in its fifth week with 4.6 million daddy daycare. Oh, I love the daddy daycare ones. Oh yeah. The first one is far superior to the second one. though. That was back when they used to make comedy movies. Remember when uh, he had a career? Oh yeah. Oh, he, he he only has to live off the two uh, stand-up. So, and, his SNL money coming in at number five in its fourth week with nine million. The Matrix Reloaded. Oh, I'm not looking okay. forward to having to rewatch that movie. Uh, I'm a Matrix sequels defender. I'm just saying, I'm not going to go any further it. into it. I'm just uh, saying, well, I'm a mean, Matrix sequels defender. Those will be lined up because remember, there is a fourth Matrix movie coming out this year. Yes, sir. Coming in, number, Max. <laughs> coming in at number four in its second week with 13 million, The Italian Job. I fucking love that movie. Uh, yeah, coming the movie, in at, uh, the movie goes. <laughs> it slaps. Coming <laughs> in at number three in its third week with 22 million, Bruce Almighty. Yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> and that is how the cookie crumbles. So let's go number two. In its second week with 46 million, Finding Nemo. Okay. I, I'm not a big Finding Nemo guy. I'm I like not a one, big Pixar guy. Sucks. So, uh, coming in at number one in its first week with $50 million. Too fast, too furious. Hey, I'm off screen here on the Zoom call, but I just poured some beer on my carpet for a, for a, a Paul a PW. And Finding Nemo. So let's go to the rating, Nemo. shall we? <laughs> IMDb gave this one a 5.9. That's gracious. Out of a 6.8 from the first one. Uh, Ron Tomato, all critics gave it, it, gave it 36%. Top critics, 34%. And the audience gave it uh, 50%. People are just all about uh, Tyrese taking his shirt off. 
50-50. stunning. So let's go to the Star Glazer. And uh, let's do our own ratings. So pick who goes first. Uh, you. You just talked. Okay. <laughs> stand by. Stand by for my message. <laughs> so um, I'm a lot Did like it go Tyrese. Up or get down during this show. Uh, it went up. Okay. I'm a lot like um, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot like Tyrese Gibson. You know, I have a I have a, I have a background. I have a life that I lived. Kill a six pack. Yeah, I'm I'm just a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of man. I'm like a top sirloin steak. But um I think I'm gonna be in the club, the the star club, star glazer club with the audience score. So I'm gonna give it a two point five stars. I think it was pretty miserable, but the like to this without so we like to say that we hungry lion a lot. And that movie, that lion has stood the test of time. I haven't watched that movie really since years and years and years and years and years, years ago. And I remember the we hungry lion. So this movie is good enough for you to remember that scene. So the, I'm going to go to 2.5, 2.5 is the number. Just, just to throw this out there. That means you rate this movie higher than predator two. <sighs> okay. That's fine. Market 2.5. Market 2.5. Is this, this movie's better than Predator 2? There it is. Uh, I was just bored and I really hated this movie. I'm going one and a quarter. And I'll be honest, I went up as we talked about it, mainly because of Tyrese. This gets 1.2 for Tyrese, and then the rest of the movie only gets a 0.05. I wish I would have brought up how goddamn boring this movie is, too. Like that's a good point. This movie's really goddamn boring, but I'm stuck with my score. I'm gonna keep it. I'm fine. Well, Keith, I'm with you. Two and a half. <laughs> so boys, I, on the Star Glazer rating, that brings Too Fast, Too Furious in at two point one. All right. It is only better than The Predator and <laughs> Predator Two. It's amazing. Right. How much better is uh, Fast and Furious One than Fast and Furious Two? Fast and the Furious 1 was a 3. Too Fast, Too Furious was 2.1. Okay. And let's yeah. be, like, Too Fast, Too Furious is a dog shit movie, but Fast and the Furious, while there's way more to love about it, is still not a good movie. Well, in Fast and Furious 1, like, the plot's kind of the same thing. Yeah. It's like, that's, it's funny that it's just the, the, char- the characters are so much more memorable. And there's not even one scene of a barbecue in Fast and Furious 2 where they're like, passing around meat to each other and like, like there are scenes them playing cards yeah there's no no one breaks bread and then brian years. awkwardly going to bed early <laughs> <laughs> so let's uh rank them shall we so we're gonna do best crew so out of one or two who had the better oh, crew uh fast and the furious has the better crew because there's like hardly a crew in this one <laughs> as it was put they're just kind of an acquaintance of friends yeah keith you agree yeah i mean i was trying to come up with i was trying to be controversial and try to come up with an argument why two might have had a good crew but they don't there's no crew crew. there's no crew in two like i don't remember there's suki two live crew it's just suki hey Hey, there's ludicrous (laughs) yeah but suki like draws the the designs for the sicta cows that they put on their dumb fuck looking cars by the way, the, that's something I didn't talk about enough in this episode is the cars 
2003. We're just about to get to it. Oh shit! Sorry. That's part of the. That's part that's of part the rankings. rankings. So before we do that, villain. So uh, <laughs> uh, Carter or uh, Johnny Tran? Johnny Tran. Like at least Johnny Tran like was scary. Yeah, Carter is the least intimidating fucking Scarface guy I've ever seen in my life. He's just tan, okay. <laughs> and so like, and he just wraps his wraps his juicy lips around cigars while he's trying to look threatening to people. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very possessive of his uh cutters. Cutters. Oh, and he's really sensitive about people talking to Eva Mendez too. He has no confidence in himself. Or people touching <laughs> him. Yeah. Don't touch yeah, him. He's just a real he's just a big baby. He's just a big child. So who had the better cars? One or two? Jesus. I really like the American muscle cars in this one. I have like two. those were really cool. I actually but. think I'm gonna go too. Cause like two. I like the Nissan GTR more that Brian starts the movie off with. You have some badass trucks in this movie. Like the ones in like the cars in one, like always remind me of like Hot Wheels cars. Like they're just kind of like <laughs> over stylized pieces of shit. That's funny yeah. you mentioned it's, it's funny you mentioned Hot Wheels cars, because to me the movie the cars and two, especially the the Mitsubishi, the convertible Mitsubishi just looked dumb as shit to me. Oh, the spider? Yeah, the convertible that movie looked that, that car had no like that car had no sex appeal. It did not have like, I feel and, like that was kind of the point though, because those were the co- the cars the cops gave them. Like I feel like that's what cops would do. Cause like Yeah, that's cops. what cops think look cool. Oh yeah. But like Oh yeah. Whatever, uh, Toretto's Charger or whatever that cool muscle car he has in the end of one, like just beats it beats any of the American cars in two. So I'm gonna go one. That's a fair take. That is the best car in the entire and, series. And I like I like the Supra too in in one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, in this one, the cars I've seem more colorful. In this, um, that's the play into the whole Miami thing. I think. Yeah um because everything gets to be dark and gritty for la but miami's always seen as like super colorful <laughs> so i uh, i will go to i'm in one because toretto's car is so cool so we're gonna do action scene uh we have it down as the uh the o'connor toretto race so for this one would it be the opening what would you, what would be the action scene here? The first scene, the to first me, race. It's gotta, it's gotta be flying the car into the boat. Flying the car in the boat. See, that, that scene was okay to me. I liked. It was so really tiny. It, yeah. I liked the destruction derby scene, but that's not an action scene. That's no, just no. I, cars. I understand. It was very short. I'm gonna go while the technology was super silly. I'm gonna go the helicopter chase with the electromagnetic thing where Paul Walker throws the he throws the electrode into the cop cars and they uh, all crash. You can you can you can add that into the um the uh jump in the boat into the ship. Yeah, I can say we can just kind of do like the over like which movie had the better action scenes. Yeah. yeah. I still go one though over two. Yeah, I like the action one. scenes in one more. One's better than two. I guess I was trying to think of like my like favorite action set piece from two. Yeah, we were still talking about that as well. Yeah, we're still talking about which that. Which I'm not... There's not... They don't do that good. No, they <laughs> really don't. Like one like has memorable action scenes like uh-huh. him like jumping from the car onto the semi. 
Um, There's only one scene where he gets outside of a car while it's going fast. And the car's slowing down while it's happening. Into yeah, they're going 40, and that's not that crazy. <laughs> so now we're going to add in our rankings heist, because this is somewhat of a heist, them stealing money. So what, what was the better heist? Since the first one, it says them stealing DVDs and uh, uh, DVD players and, like, TV, tube TVs to the, all the money. This is hard because, like, actually, like, the stealing scenes are both kind of cool. Like, the whole, like, car scramble in two is really cool. Them jumping into semis and stealing the semis is pretty cool. Hmm. I'm going to go two just because I really like that scene where they open the doors and the trucks just drive out and just fucking wreck the cops. So what Keith was saying, the helicopter scene, yeah. Um. No, that's different. That helicopter scene is when they're on the freeway and the cops oh, shoot oh, the oh, device. Oh, that one, that it. one, yeah, okay. Um, but I think I'll go two because it's a kind of cooler, and they're stealing money instead of DVD players. <laughs> DVD VHS combos. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go one because they drive Honda Civics under semis, and they don't even try to do that in the second one. <laughs> that's fair that's a good point <laughs> but the and i think we're, we're talking about the scene when they have the the, sh- the hundreds of cars pour out of that big garage yeah and i thought it didn't look as good to me i thought the the core i thought the car choreography when they had the large amounts of cars looked better in one than two because i think a bunch of those were cg that's no. really like in two no the scramble scene was all real cars yeah but the, i don't know the way it was shot it just like it didn't look as good i thought oh, like the cinematography the, in this movie is dog shit yeah it did it, it didn't look good so i'm like, gonna they go don't set up <laughs> any shots like nearly as well as they set up in one yeah i'm gonna go one for uh one for the action sequence this is the heist fuck heist um i'm gonna go two for the heist Joe just hates that they're stealing DVD players. Yeah. <laughs> People are making a living trying to sell that shit and they're stealing it. Uh, so that's know. funny. <laughs> Seven, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that 720p life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, dude. That's 480p. <laughs> that's 480p, bro. Because, all right, so guys, and the movies, I'm suggesting he's going to go one, two. Yeah, for what's rewatchable, I never want to watch Too Fast, Too Furious again. That, How dare you? Like, I will watch all the fast... I will watch Tokyo Drift every day for a year. I never want to watch Too Fast, Too Furious again. I think I'm a little closer together than you are because 2 is, like, almost bad enough to where it's fun. Like, it's almost... It's close. It's close. 2, it, two is bad for the good... For fun, for yeah, me. Yeah, two is almost bad enough to where it's, like... Okay, this is silly. This is this is fun. Like yeah. you could have, you could like throw down some beers and have them on the background. Yep. Or just put if when USA does the Fast and Furious marathon. Yeah. Just put it on the background. Yeah. Yeah. If I like stumble, if I like stumbled upon the scene where Tyree steals the cigar lighter, I'd be okay with that. Or we hungry. <laughs> yeah. Why'd um, you steal? <laughs> he puts him in a headlock. Why'd you steal the cigar cutter? <laughs> Our park, our pockets uh, ain't empty, fool. Uh, I'm gonna go one, two. 
two is enjoyable for what it is, but it is not a good movie, but I'll have fun with it when I, uh, you know, if it's on. Mm-hmm. So this brings it into too fast too furious so we're gonna move on to the next movie in the franchise for the fast and furious we're not doing tokyo drift even though it came out third we're because of some weird plot lines they decided to do we're gonna go our next movie for the fast and furious franchises fast and furious they this took is when it gets confu- this is when it gets confusing as to which movie's which uh, yeah, yeah it's, so it's, it's, is- impo- it's important for us to clarify why we are not doing three next because it's chronological this yes. is how they're actually we're doing the chronological watch. Yeah, we're the true true heads here. Big, we're doing big brain. We're doing big brain stuff here. We're taking the out of Fast and Furious. I'm excited for when they start doing the reboot thing and they just call it Fast and Furious. That's going to be a good switch. It'll be F and F. <laughs> they said what? They're only going to do another three movies. That, I think that, one. That, more. That's all. Only three more. <laughs> no way. Yeah, maybe three more. I don't know. It's I think either, that includes nine. So I think it's nine. It's, I think it ends on 11. Maybe. A, it's either 11 or 12. I think it's supposed to be like, that's it. We're done. They change it every week, every this month, every year. Once, once they start getting the big monies, then they go, well, maybe we can do. <laughs> Look, if Vin Diesel has to do another eight Fast and the Furious movies so I can get just at least one more of the last Witch Hunters, I'm okay with it. Oh yeah. yeah, that's all he's doing now is all the he's just trying to sequels to all his movies. Um, he has so. to fund all the movies that like don't do anything with these shitty movies. So like I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. So yes, next week here we will be doing Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Weird. Uh, you can find all of our podcasts at nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm too fast for y'all, man.